Welcome to Fantasy Fishing Edge, podcast about all things fantasy fishing and bass fishing in general. I'm Rich Lindgren, a.k.a. Hellabass. Find me at Hellabass on all popular social platforms and YouTube. This podcast is simulcast on YouTube as well, so if you prefer to watch the video version, search Fantasy Fishing Edge or Hellabass on YouTube to subscribe. There are also links to all these social media platforms and YouTube in the podcast descriptions. Enjoy the episode. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Hello, Bassmaster with another video, and we are almost to the 50th Bassmaster Classic, and it's time to start thinking about fantasy fishing and getting that roster in so you can be sure to win some big prizes. Just want to make sure I shout you guys out. I noticed the engagement, the subs, the likes. You're really starting to show that you appreciate the content in these fantasy fishing videos, so keep that coming. Love it. Let's talk a little bit more about fantasy fishing. Thanks to all of you that joined the group so far. Beat Hellabass. We're over 1,400 members. We're going strong. Uh, and let's shout out the winners from the past event. Kingfisher75 won the top prize from Bass Utopia and won the Omnia Fishing gift cards. Uh, and special shout out to Champion175 for the Bass Tech tungsten jigs he's about to receive. Now before we get into our picks, let's just talk a little bit about Gunnersville and how I think it's going to set up and what's been going on down at the Big G. So there's been a ton of rain in that area in northern Alabama and the Tennessee River in general. Uh, if you remember, the Chickama, uh, Chickamauga event got canceled and uh, postponed to mid-March because of all the high water. Well, that water's all flowing to Gunnersville as well. So definitely expect a lot of color in the water. Uh, there's more rain coming. Uh, they have very cool to moderate, not cold, but cold, uh, moderate temperatures, right? So there's not real warm. It's not real cold. But so the fish shouldn't be making like a huge move to the bank, but they're definitely going to be in a full pre-spawn mode. The class competitor is going to be doing their pre-practice at the end of this week, which is about a full week out uh, before the tournament. Uh, and then they get one official day and then a media day and the tournament starts on that Friday. It's really going to do a couple things. I think what they find in the pre-practice is really not going to play in the tournament. Um, and the tournament anglers that can adapt and change the best are the ones that you want on your roster. I think the the current and the high water could do a couple things. One, it could really create some current situations where there could be some really megawatt fish loaded up in areas but with the conditions changing they may not stay there very long uh, i definitely think it will probably put a bigger emphasis on bridges and riprap and things like that and i think there's a good chance that there will be a lot more fish moving back into creeks to get out of the current and there could be a lot of shallow cover with chatterbaits uh square bills spinner baits flipping jigs things like that so i think there's gonna be a lot of things going on i don't know that a Angler is going to do any one thing to blow this tournament and win it. I think they're going to have to adapt, change with their fish from day to day. Uh, with that being said, let's get on the computer and let's dig into the picks. All right, guys, we're going to dig in and take a little bit of a quick look at how I did at the St. John's River. Almost 83%, not too bad. We're at least up here in the dark green. Uh, quick look at the roster. Patrick Walters really came through for me. John Cox had some, uh, some big fish. He just didn't have the numbers we needed. 
Uh, Walter's big bag and the 40 bonus points really were a big boost to my team to keep me kind of in contention and uh, getting off to a decent start for the year. So hopefully you guys had a good start and hopefully you guys uh, did almost as well as Kingfisher and Champion 187 and, uh, and got your season off to a good start. Love to hear in the comments how you guys did in the first tournament uh, and look forward to uh, crushing them here at Gunnersville. Quick look at the uh, the under pundit picks. Um, Koi Greathouse says fantasy fishing classic experience will play great at Gunnersville. Uh, interesting enough, there's not a ton of classic experience at Gunnersville. I believe there are no previous classic champions, and there's very few with a lot of classic experience. So he highlights a few anglers here uh, that do have some classic experience. I do like his pick, uh, Brandon Cobb. He doesn't have necessarily a lot of classic experience, but does have a lot of Forestwood Cup and a lot of championship experience where he had some uh, top tens for sure. So uh, kudos on those picks. Um, you will see between the picks here that um, I guess the other thing to note is that I did look at Otten and Palmer, and I do think if this turns into a dirty shallow water type thing and a spinnerbait thing and it makes it feel more like Oklahoma uh, than Alabama, then I definitely think guys like Otten and Palmer could be really good. So I think those picks are interesting. Um, Pete Robbins also says, you know, go for Giant Slayers. This is going to be a big fish tournament, and I 100% agree with that. So that is a good thing to keep in mind. You definitely don't uh, don't think this is going to be like a drop shot, shaky head type tournament. I think guys are going to power fish, and they're going to catch big fish, and you're going to need a lot of them to be in contention in this tournament. Um, so he outlined some of his picks. encourage you to take the time to read those. Um, both Coy and Pete have a man crush on Lee Livesey and think he's going to do really well. Um, there is a lot of uh, data and suggestions that East Texas fishermen tend to figure things out uh, on Gunnersville, and that may be true, so I do think that pick is not completely off base. The only thing is with all the high water and all the mud, I don't know if that will counteract some of that, that grass fishing experience and bring more current in the situation. may throw some of that old rule of thumb out with the East Texas guys doing really well uh, on Gunnersville. We won't look too much at my fantasy fishing picks here. We're going to talk more in depth uh, as I fill out the buckets here, but I do think power grass specialists uh, are how you stabilize your team uh, and talk a little bit about how that and weigh that against people that may find some bridge or rockfish. Um, but I think that I find that to be a good read. Now let's talk about actually making the picks. Bucket E, interesting bucket. Uh, a lot of names you may or may not be really familiar with. Uh, this bucket is primarily uh, composed of the open winners, uh, the Bass Nation qualifiers, the college champion, and the team championship uh, angler. They recently just got their pictures up for some of these guys. Um, if you look at uh, Fantasy Rank, there's a few of the open winners that are fishing some of the Fantasy or fishing the Elite Series. So they do have some points from the St. John's. Uh, so far, if you're looking for a momentum pick, Whitney Stevens did okay uh, down at the St. John's. If you look at own percentage, people really seem to be uh, drawn to Cody Holland. I'm not sure why that is. Uh, if you know why people are so excited about Cody Holland, Leave me a comment and let me know because I don't quite understand where the connection is or why. I'm not saying he's not a great pick. Uh, he may do great. Uh, I just don't know what the, uh, the steam and the hype is at 40% for Cody Holland. One other guy that really jumps out to me in this bucket is Daryl Gleason. He has fished the FLW circuit. Uh, he has fished Bassmaster Opens. He's from Toledo Bend. He should understand grass. He's an East Texas guy, so it could make a lot of sense when he gets to Gunnersville. But the guy that I think uh, is the best pick in this bucket is Cody Huff. He is your collegiate angler. He won the college bracket. He recently won a tournament on Toledo, or two tournaments on Toledo Bend. Uh, he's fished all over the country. He's fishing all the Bassmaster Opens this year on top of a college fishing schedule, on top of going to school. I think he's fishing some, uh, some other series tournaments as well. He's a really young, talented angler at 22 years of age. I don't think the stage is going to be too big for him. 
Uh, I think he is a great pick, and you're going to see he's very popular among some of the other pundit picks as well. Uh, if you're looking for somebody that's a little more seasoned uh, and you want a little less risk, I'd go with Daryl Gleason uh, in bucket E. So moving on to bucket D, I do think if you're thinking this is going to be a shallow water deal, uh, muddy water, shallow, if you really think that's the way it's going to go, I like guys like Luke Palmer uh, or Todd Otten. Todd Otten doesn't have a ton of great results on Gunnersville and Lake Lakes, um, but you would think this springtime fishing in this colored water would fit his style. So I'm a little torn on that. Uh, history suggests not a good pick. Conditions suggest possibly a good pick. Um, same with Luke Palmer. I think he actually had an okay tournament at Gunnersville last year. Uh, he's a shallow water power fisherman from Oklahoma. He could do well. Mike Huff is a Tennessee Valley Kentucky Lake guy, so maybe there's a little something there, but I really think the best pick in this bucket is Ray Hanselman. He is an East, or he's a West Texas guy. Uh, he His home lake is Amistad, so that's a much more clear water lake. But he touches a ton of big fish on cranking grass, swim baits and grass, things like that. He's the kind of guy that maybe doesn't have a great tournament, or he's going to be in contention to win or even possibly blow it up. You would not be surprised if he found something and he just crushed them and, and blew their doors off. Um so this is definitely a pick that uh, kind of a, a go big or go home pick with Ray Hanselman, but I just got a gut feeling that he's due. Um, one year he won four events in a row at the at the uh, FLW Series level, so he definitely knows how to win. He's not afraid to win tournaments. He knows how to win tournaments, and that's the kind of guy you want on a big stage as somebody that's you know can close a tournament. Bucket C, uh, a couple interesting things here. You do have a guy like Lee Livesey. He's from Fort Lake Fork. Um, Chad Pipkins did well on Lake Fork. He's shown the ability to start to understand these offshore grass fisheries and, and kind of get him on his Demiki crankbait. Brandon Card's from the TVA Lakes. Uh, Clint Davis is from Alabama. He's a Forestwood Cup champion, so the stage shouldn't be too big for him. Uh, so all those could be good picks. I wouldn't rule out somebody like Jason Williamson. There's a lot of good anglers in here, but for some reason, to me, it really feels like to pick Patrick Walters. He seems to be a really strong spring fisherman. He's shown that through his career. Uh, uh, he's coming off a great finish at St. John's. He started out last year really great. I expect him to just be ready to fish the conditions. He's young. He's versatile. He can fish shallow. He can fish deep. I expect him to roll with the punches and just have a really solid tournament, and I think he's a really safe pick in bucket C. One thing else to mention last year, the people that did best in fantasy fishing found one or two anglers to really like latch onto and ride through the season. And I kind of feel like Patrick Walters might be my angler this year. So we'll see if that pans out and continues. Bucket B, we're starting to get into kind of the heavier hitters, the, the, the bigger veterans, uh, guys with a lot longer resumes. Uh, some interesting picks here. I think John Cruz is fishing really good right now. Uh, I think he could be good. Brandon Cobb has shown up big in Forestwood Cup top 10s. I don't think you can count out Drew Penton. He just come off the... Uh, a recent baby or his wife had a baby so he's a new dad and there's just something about professional fishing when anglers have a baby or a new addition to their life like that they fish really well for a short period of time i don't know if it's like mama bear papa bear protective need to provide for your family but there's something about anglers just coming out and having big tournaments right after having kids uh that being said there's a lot of good anglers in here cliff perch had a really good classic last year on the tva uh things like that uh paul mueller Almost won this in 2014, only beat by Randy Howell. He has the biggest bag in classic history. If he had not stumbled and only caught four small fish on day one, he could have possibly blown out the last classic. So I think if you're looking for somebody with experience at this similar time of year, just like two weeks earlier, 
I mean, Mueller is an obvious pick in that respect. But for me, I really think that uh, I'm going for a veteran, somebody that's rock solid, somebody that's fished a ton of tournaments. I'm going Stetson Blaylock. He understands deep fishing. He understands the fish shallow. I think not a lot of people are thinking about him, and I think he's a really solid pick. Um, I was really torn. I, you know, uh, I think Mueller and Blaylock uh, could watch the conditions, see how practice goes. I could see myself maybe even going with Dobbins Pro, Paul Mueller at last minute. But a lot of good anglers here, uh, a lot of good options. Um, you know, maybe this is the first time a, a, a Canadian wins a tournament. You can go with somebody like Chris Johnson. All right, bucket A, this is where the favorites are. Uh, a lot of veteran anglers here, big fish specialists. Um, Canterbury is the overwhelming favorite. He's from Alabama. Um, he's definitely not afraid to get up shallow, fish a buzz bait, fish a spinner bait, flip a jig. Uh, so these conditions really seem to be setting up to go into his wheelhouse. So if you want to go chalk, play it safe. I think Canterbury is an excellent pick. Um, some of the other pundits really like Zeldane. I am drawn to him. I like him as an angler. As a fan, I would love to see Zeldane bring this home. He scares me as a fantasy pick. Uh, we saw his upside and his downside last year uh, on the Tennessee River, uh, Ford Law and Teleco. Uh, and so I just think with the changing conditions, and if he really gets married to that big bait mentality and that swim bait, I think the changing conditions could find it very tough for him to be consistent with that. But we'll see if he can prove us wrong. Um, I really think overall in this tournament, if you think where the last 2014 Classic left off in 2014, where the last day the bridges turned on, Jordan Lee got into the mats and started catching them, there was like this transitional shift to a shallower bite, um, and the fish really started moving. I think that's where we're picking up this tournament. So I expect this to be a really good tournament. But I also think things are going to be very dynamic and changing. So you want guys on your roster that can move and change and adapt every day because those are the guys that are going to excel in this tournament, in my opinion. Um, I think if it becomes a real muddy grinder type event, uh, you know, a guy like Bill Lowen could definitely probably go up past uh, Mud Creek, up past Goose Pond, up in that area where the water's probably going to be up high uh, and, and really find some shallow water and, and really find water just liking and catch big fish. Down at the bottom of Gunnersville, it's so big and wide, the water doesn't really fluctuate more than a foot or so. So uh, it really could be dynamic. Guys could go up north, up the river, find flooded water, new water, fresh water, uh, or guys could go and fish down south where you're going to have more stable conditions. So it's really interesting to see dynamic, which way people go when they leave the launch and how they attack this lake. John Cox could be really good. I don't know. He's a great fisherman. He loves to fish shallow. Hartman won here in the Elite Series last year. Keith Combs is a great cranker. I could see him cranking offshore. I could see him cranking bridges. Uh, Matt Heron from Alabama. You know, he could definitely use a big win to bolster his career and kind of solidify him as one of the, the great fishermen. Uh, tons of great anglers here. But for me, Brandon Lester came really close to having a great tournament last year uh, on the Tennessee River. And this is going to be a little bit later, a little bit further south. Um, and I really think he understands this. I could see him tying a crankbait in his hand and really doing that thing. Uh, so for me, I think... Just to be a little off the beaten path with my A pick, but a really strong pick. I'm going Brandon Lester uh, for my pick at this point. So I think he is the, in my mind, uh, just a really strong pick. And I think he's not the super most obvious pick like Scott Canterbury, but I think he could be really strong. And look for him to be uh, really strong in this tournament and possibly poised to kind of go to that superstar status in the Elite Series and for Bassmaster. 
Uh, finally, winning weight. I think this is going to be a little stronger than last time. I want to say it was like 68 or 69 pounds when Randy Howell won. I think we're going to be a little bit later. There's going to be more big fish. Staging, easier to catch. I think up almost 25 pounds a day is what I'm predicting to win this tournament. So, that being said, threw a ton of info at you. Uh, read the pundit picks. Watch the videos. Make your own decision. Uh, put your team together and enjoy the coverage. They do an awesome job uh, with Bassmaster Live at the Classic. If you want to make sure not to miss any of my last-minute updates, follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Hellabass. I'll probably do like, some stories or posts if I do any last-minute video or update or roster changes or learn about any information, or I'll, I'll share things that come from the anglers or their stories and posts like that. So make sure to follow along and get the latest uh, final fancy fishing advice by doing that. Make sure you also subscribe to the channel, uh, like this video, leave me a comment below with who you think is going to win the Classic, maybe like who's your, your heart pick and then who's your, uh, your head pick for the Bassmaster Classic. As I mentioned before, make sure you join the group Beat Halibass. Here's the information. Uh, watch the comments for announcements and prizes and things like that. Uh, congratulations to our winners. Thank you to Bass Utopia for supplying the prizes and Bass Tech. Uh, make sure to check them out. I'll have some links down in the comments and descriptions below so you guys can make sure to check out their information. And as always, we're here to help you catch more bass and suck less at fantasy fishing.